0: create with Franz Sydney. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. We are today on episode 109 and we want to talk about something very, very particular today and I hope you will be just tuning in for a little while to see what the topic is. Yes, what is the topic? Just tell us, Franz. We don't want to wait. Well, there we go. We're talking about healing and being successful. There you have it. Now, I have a lot of clients who come to me and keep saying that the reason why they act in such a defensive way, they cut down people, they have put boundaries around them and blah, 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 they don't try new things is because they have been hurt in the past. So they might, might have this idea that to be successful, a person has to be absolutely safe, has to be completely void of challenges and problems and has to be completely, absolutely healed of everything and basically had no challenges because a lot of people think that, oh wow, you know, this, I don't know, very famous guru or coach or entrepreneur, he got a lot of success, but he had an easy life, but look at me, I had this problem, that problem, that problem. And on the other hand, I have interviewed people who were raised in foster care families after a disastrous childhood where they were emotionally and physically abused. I also interviewed people who, despite having a life sentence with mess have been pretty much stuck in a wheelchair. They are throwing themselves out of an airplane and they became instructor. And that is quite a thing, mess, you know, you can't even move anymore, you're in pain your wife goes away and here you are and you throw yourself down from a plane and you risk to die. What is the difference? What is success for you? Is then a good life? A life where you have no pain, no challenges, no wounds? Is that what we call a good life? So should we all just close ourselves in a little shell and stay there, protected? in the warm and cozy little shell so that nobody can hurt us and then thinking about in the future when you will be 80 or 100 if you make it to that age will you be happy and grateful that you spent all your life sheltered in your little shell sitting on your own just on your own because you know if you surround yourself with people they might hurt you if you try the job you like It might go wrong. If you go outside for a trip, it might go wrong. Everything's going to go wrong. So I'm always wondering, how do we get this mindset of not trying new things because we think that we are not going to be successful because the world wants us to be successful? Where do we get it from? As I went through my notes from my cases I worked with, past clients and also sometimes cases that we share in confidence, you know, Few things here and there with our practitioners, I realized there is this common thread, and that we, when, when we are maybe youth or even children, we might have not one but several very painful experiences, which, without going into description, might make us feel frustrated, not understood, not loved rejected, hated, not wanted, not clever enough, not lovable and even insulted and put down and belittled and lied to and we might even think in our past there are people who have manipulated us and to fill their needs, their self-centered needs we had to give up everything we were and that we loved Because otherwise, these people would be very, very angry at us and make us feel guilty. And do you know how many people have grown up or have had this experience as young people, you know, 20 and 30? There seem to be millions of them. Because emotionally speaking, a lot of adults aren't healed. They have not grasped what is the next step. That they need to move out of this wounded victim state. And therefore, they stay like a little puppy that has been hurt and is licking the wound. that when it's a big dog, it's really very, very weary and will not trust anyone. It takes a long while to gain that trust. And so many people today have been hurt really, really deeply. And they cannot envision success, so much that they think success is not available to them. They cannot have a successful job that they really like and that follows their dreams. They cannot have a good relationship with their family members or create their own family. They can't. They can't see that because every time they say the word family or marriage, they think about failure and they associate that with pain so of course you do not want anything that associates with pain because you created the anchor when you were younger and the same is for jobs if you go through a job or another job and through many you know aspects you do not have success in the job because there are so many things that can go wrong right you might not be good enough of a job but also you might have a boss that is very scattered and not able to give clear directions and then you feel like you can't do anything right so there are lots of things that can really wound us and make us really doubt of our capacities and while it is true we all need to grow and to learn those capacities so we're not perfect from the day we are born we have a perfect potential but we're not perfect in everything otherwise what would be the point of living right if we're already perfect we might already live in heaven with the angels and play the harps all day so What is the point of all this pain? I always wondered, why me? Why did I have to go through all this? I didn't deserve it and I'm just gonna lock the door, lock my heart and nobody will be able to enter there ever again. Whether it is for friendship or for love or even lock my mind to new experiences in case I get hurt. So pain becomes the focus of our existence and the important thing is for me is that if we want to achieve something we have to focus on what we want not on what we don't want and yet a majority of people don't realize that this little mind shift is missing in their life. In the past I was one of these people. I was really frustrated and disappointed and feeling low because a lot of things went wrong when I was young. I was not abused or anything, but all my dreams of pursuing all the arts, music, dancing, drawing, gymnastics, everything that was so visual and full of energy, they were all frustrated by years and years of being told that that was not for me, it was not available. And I'm going to cut it short here because we talked about before, I was really angry because my parents pushed that I would do a school that would fulfill their desire for me to have a stable 9 to 5 office job, which was not what I wanted to do, but what my society was asking me to do, what people expecting me to do, to have a very stable office job. And day after day as I went to the wrong school, got the wrong diploma, went to the wrong university and I kept doing what society told me it was safe to do, I felt I was going against what I wanted to do and so later on I felt like a, a victim and I was angry and I just went into a state of apathy so I wouldn't try anything else, I was just sitting in my house And I didn't have really much to do because you know I was in my early 20s and I decided well that's that's it I'm gonna be single there is no guy around here I'm not gonna get a job it's impossible because the jobs I can do I don't want to do and the jobs I want to do is not available for me because I don't have the qualifications now so I was kind of stuck but I was stuck more in my mind than I was really in the world. So the problem was more inside me than outside of me, in a way. In those times it was really hard to get jobs as illustrators and designers. It was really tough. There was no such thing as internet with a constant need of illustrations and Uh, web graphics and all sorts so it was really difficult to find anything and everyone says oh you're so good at drawing but you know you need a proper job you can just work as an accountant and that's gonna be it and and that made me even more angry because they were doubting my possibilities my potential to become something good and it really hurts because you know since i was four when i was doing my piano lessons the teacher who was um, the mother also of a violin player who had worked for an orchestra. She always said, you're gonna be a concert pianist. You're so good at this. And I believed her. But the problem was that nothing around me gave me that power, that ability to grow that skill, to become really good. And eventually I had to drop piano playing because the tools not there. I didn't even have a piano in my house. My, pa- my parents said, if you want a piano, we will buy it when you become good. And I was like, surely I need a piano so I can become good with a piano, you know? But that didn't work with them. So you can just imagine 20 years of frustration, of anger and everything, and trying to find my way in this difficult life. And this is an easy experience, if I think about your experience of the ones that you're going through, or that you have gone through when you were younger, maybe 20 maybe 10 when you did not have that encouragement that support the love the good intention to help you and instead you had people who were belittling you who were putting you down who were discouraging you because they had their own stuff in their mind they had their own emotional issues they didn't know how to cope with you so they just say whatever they said and they didn't realize how much they were hurting or if they did they still didn't realize how serious that was And so here you are, you might be 25, 35, 65, you look back at your life and you wondered in the past, will I be able to do this? And now you look again and you think, oh, I'm never gonna achieve this and that because I couldn't when I was younger, so I can't now. This is not available to me and I'm very angry and I'm gonna protect myself until I die. And I want to ask you, is that in life? Is that something that you will be satisfied about in many years? Probably it's not. And so I'm very happy that many of you go and reach for books, for courses, for mentors, for friends, therapists, whatever. And they seek for the help, the healing that allows us to see, okay, the past has happened. We can't change it. You know, the scars are there. But we can do something about that. So we can have success in life, even after having most terrible of beginnings and I want to tell you you are on your path of healing and healing does not mean that you never had the pain it means that the damage and the hurt that you are holding inside in your past is no longer able to control your mindset today to control your actions it's past it has happened and that's the end And oftentimes, it is exactly the pain that we have gone through, they will give you the power so you can grow into your higher self, so you develop the empathy, so you go and help people who are less fortunate than you and help them to see how they can get better. Maybe if you didn't have good parents, maybe you will be teaching young people how to thrive after being emotionally abused. I don't know, maybe you can be a therapist, maybe you will do music therapy or art therapy. Who knows, maybe you will be doing things to help victims or to teach the parents and the leaders and the teachers to be more compassionate. Whatever that is, that pain can be used to create something good and positive. It is that pain that tells you that you can't do things. You can't try this and you can't try that. And as I said before, when I was quoting the painter Van Gogh, he said, if you hear a voice within you saying you cannot paint, then the all means paint. And that voice will be silenced. And you know, Van Gogh, even with all his mental illness that we know about, he knew a few things about the brain. Because if we listen to our protective mind, the reptilian brain, the subconscious, that wants us to be safe, We're never gonna try anything new because it's dangerous. You know, it's like putting roller skates and put a black band over your eyes and then just go into a very busy road with lots of cars. That's how it feels. But in the moment we decide not to go because it's gonna be dangerous, the brain thinks, oh, there was no pain because you didn't move. So that's a nice way to keep you safe. I'm gonna repeat that command again. So every time you have something new, a new person, a new activity, a new trip, a new job, a new relationship, you think, no, I cannot do this painting, I cannot do this skating, I can't go, I can't jump off a cliff, I can't do, because the pain will come there. And then the more we repeat this to ourselves, the bigger it will become. And this is all the beginning of any anxiety disorder, any panic attack disorder, and and lots of things like that, because we repeat things and the mind learns by repetition and it likes that the mind is not interested in making you happy the mind wants to do one thing to keep you safe you have to survive and so if you keep listening to the little voice all you're gonna do is be safe that doesn't mean you're gonna be happy though it's a different thing that's your job Now, I will admit it took me many, many, many years, almost 50 years to realize I was in charge all my life, 50 years, maybe 40, to be aware of who I am in the world, to understand that I can have charge and control and I can move things around. It isn't just being a victim. We can move things in our life. We can make decisions, even very important ones and move towards something good and positive positive. and there is only one obstacle that can stop us and if you think about it for a minute you can have anything you want if you're just willing to give up the belief that you can't have it because in the moment you start thinking that you can have it your reticular activating system will start finding you resources to help you to find what you want. So if you think about it, looking back, looking at all the people who are successful, the people who are happy or seem to be happy, seem to have it all, these are not the people who never make mistakes. These are not the people who don't have challenges. These are the people who have got a lot of bricks that were front of them in life. And they use those bricks to lay a firm foundation to create a life that they want. They're gonna say, right, you throw me lemons, I'm gonna make lemonade. So what are you gonna do with your life? Because you are the only person that can take that charge. You cannot live the life of somebody else. You can only live yours. I can already hear some of you say in France, I just can't do it because, you know, whatever I do now is going to go wrong because every single relationship, every single job, every single activity I started went wrong. And um, I'm not really sure. Every time I think I made a decision about something, then I have all these doubts. And let me tell you the successful people just like you, they have fears, they do have doubts and they do have worries. The only difference is they're not allowing those feelings to stop them. They clarify what they want. They clarify a strategy. They work maybe with coaches, with mentors. They get a friend to help them, an accountability partner. And they keep moving step by step. That's the only difference. They're not frightened in fear. They're just taking action. So when Edison designed the light bulb, he didn't just wake up one morning and said, I'm gonna design a light bulb, we're gonna change the world. Think he created this thing that we call now the light bulb. And that was it. No, he created hundreds and they were all wrong. None of them worked. And after creating hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, he finally works out, ah, that's how you make this filament work. So that the electricity will go from A to B and we're gonna have light. And now we have a light bulb and we think, what a clever guy. But I would say, yes, clever, but how persistent he was in working out what to do and in consistently taking action until he got it just right. And that's the attitude that we want to have in our life, to try our best, to do our best, To continue to take action in the right direction and then things will happen. And one of the things that we need is to trust our own judgment that we can do it. And I think it was Goethe that said, as soon as you trust yourself, you will know how to live. That was quite deep for him to say that. So next time when you are thinking of taking action and design your new retail store, design a new career, move somewhere in a different city, more in the north of your area or more of the south of the area, changing friends, creating a new hobby, changing something in your life, whatever there is that you are finding new, remember that inaction will allow the doubt and the fear to grow. It's only the action that you will take that will give you the confidence, and it will give you the courage. Just like the first time you go on a motorbike or on roller skates or in a car, it's not easy. But if you never sit in the car, you're gonna have a panic attacks event in the end because you're gonna think, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna see people coming here and there from all the roundabouts, I'm gonna have an accident. So you have to go and sit in the car, turn on the engine and go, and then you will have confidence and you will have courage. And just last last week I was talking to a young lady that is American and is in, in England. And she had moved from Birmingham to my area here in, in, in the East, in Norfolk. And I don't know, is it four hours drive? Can't remember, yeah, maybe three hours something. And, um, and she was telling me that she drove all the way to my town and that was the first time that she was ever driving in the uk and i said wow did you know how to drive and she said no i didn't but by the time i arrived in your town i knew how to drive i knew how to drive a car that is not automatic and i knew how to be on british road because i was there i've done it so if you want to conquer fear don't sit home and think about it get out of the house get busy and then your brain will say, oh, he's doing it, or oh, she's doing it. Therefore, this is possible. And maybe part of the reason why you're overthinking a decision is because you don't trust yourself to make the right choice because you have failed in the past. So maybe what you need is a little bit healthier respect of your own opinion and think, well, actually, years ago, I thought I was good at this. What happened that made me lose my faith? Could it be that I can still do it? It's just my emotions are stopping me from doing this, from having success, from going to the next step. So instead of overthinking things, you know, because when when you think about it and think about it, you're going to have more doubts. And then your thoughts will look very, very weak. And then you will just give up. Just do it. Sometimes you are sitting, should I go to the beach today? No, look at the weather, look at this, look at that, so you don't go. And then your friends come back in the evening and say, We had a wonderful day, it was such good weather, we had good fun, and we had a lovely walk on the beach. And you think, nah, I wish I went, but I wasn't sure about this, about that. So we keep missing loads of things, and the walk on the beach is just an example. Just think of something in your life that. You know could could be happening and it could make your life happier or if you're already happy could make you happy in a different way because you know you could be happy but enrich and add to that thing by adding more layers to your happiness what is there that you need to do what is your next step is it a course that will allow you to get a better career is it going to school and finally get your qualification so you can start you're on the bottom of the ladder is it paying off your mortgage and you can't figure out how and you're stuck and so you can't think of anything i don't know what's the problem i want you to sit down and think right where's a piece of paper and a pen write down what is that you want to achieve write it down you want to look at it look at the words i want to achieve x and then write down by when do you want to achieve this and then, let's say that you give yourself a year, yeah, you know, future pace yourself to think, wow, how am I gonna feel? I'm gonna feel amazing when I do it, is it possible? Yes, tell yourself this is absolutely possible. And then write down, if by December I have achieved this, what has to have happened by October? Write it down. What must have happened by June? Write it down. And what is that must happen in May? if i want something to happen by december write it down so create all those steps that you need you cannot have one million followers on facebook by december if you start working on the first of december you have to start working on the first of january so how are you gonna do it you might start with one follower and then by taking consistent action you build that up you build your business and you try new strategies ask people suggestions and you talk and say well I got this problem what do you think so you need to take the action and once you have the action you will have the energy to go there people will know you have the energy and will step back and say wow he's really doing this and so they will reflect the energy back and will support you because people like to see when someone is decisive and is going for for something that is a charismatic person That is a person that knows what he or she wants, is going to go and get it. And we like that. We are called the leaders. So are we leaders or are we followers? Are we victims or are we doers in our life? That is completely our choice. It has nothing to do with our past. It has to do with not the events, but how we perceive them. The label that we attach to the event and what we're going to do about it. If you are thinking, wow, this is what I want to do, but I feel like I'm self-sabotaging myself, I can't do this and I can't do that, I need help. Well, by any means, feel free to contact me. You can have a session. We can do RTT or we can do Ericksonian hypnosis or we can just do coaching or just simple hypnosis. I have lots and lots of tools and techniques and just a consultation will help you to see if we can work together. If I can help you to Get rid of all this self-sabotage, procrastination and doubts about yourself. And chances are that the majority of times our doubts are only fed by continuous looping, you know, thinking of, oh, I can't do this and I can't do that and I can't do this. And that's all you've been listening to for years and years and years. And the moment you change that music, your life will change. So take action today write down what you want, get some help, get out of the place where you've been sitting there crying about your wounds, you know what, chances are you are not the only person, if you open your eyes, there are loads of people, millions of people who are wounded, they have been hurt, they got scars, but they're not just using that as a reason for not getting love getting a job, getting action and getting out and about to help, to serve and to shine. And so find yourself those resources. If you can't find them, go have therapy, do a course, find a mentor, find somebody to help you. You will change your life, I promise. Next week, we're going to talk about a little bit more about this because we are going to interview Dr. Kelly Cox who was an ER doctor in the United States of America and he grew very dissatisfied with a system that was not geared to prevent, but only to treat emergency cases, emergency and chronic disease. And he said, isn't there something else we can do with patients? Why is this all about giving you pills and surgery? Is there something else we can do? So he went to study lots and lots of different things And now he has created an organization to help people to be in charge and to take action. So they're not just directed by their physicians to take the action, to take the pill, but they're directed to look at how their mental state, their mindset, their emotional health, their diet, their lifestyle and everything are working together to create their sleeping problem, their weight loss issue, or their chronic tiredness or whatever and and a lot of disease that we have nowadays is caused by the fact we don't know we're not educated on how to prevent it so I will be recording with him next Monday no next Thursday so there will be in two weeks we are gonna have this amazing lovely event Um, so looking forward to that And we're now to the end of this podcast. So thank you very much for being with me. And I hope that was useful for you. Please share it with a friend that might want to hear these words. And, um, you know, click, write a review if you like. And I'll be back to you next week. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye. You have listened to Create with Fran Sidney.